Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. And welcome, everybody, to FanStream Sports, powered by DSP Media. This is the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz, and I'm your host, Rob Fedoff. Also known as RPT, you can find me on Twitter at PFedoff. So for episode 77 today, we're going to be talking about two departures from the Notre Dame football team this week that have entered the transfer portal. One has already uh, declared where he's going uh, to play next year. So I want to just kind of calm everybody down, too. I know a lot of people are freaking out. But this is a new uh, era in college, college sports, especially for football and basketball, where there's going to be uh, – more turnover than we see in the past since you don't have to sit out a year for transferring like you used to whether that'll change in the upcoming years because at times this it seems like this is getting a little ridiculous but i will say this too i would love to have these two individuals on the program next year but they were not uh, full-time starters as a matter of fact i don't want to list every single notre dame player that has left the program since the end of last season but none of those players were full-time starters as well. So that's one good thing to look at. The only thing with this one player, uh, the depth at that position. So let's just, let's before I get into that, let's just say, so Tyler Buckner, last year he began this season as a starting quarterback, got hurt, was pretty much out the end of the year. He came back for the Gator Bowl, had an up and down day that day, but he was the MVP of the Gator Bowl. But after last week's performance, for uh, during the spring game, it was obviously known that Sam Hartman would be the starter going forward. The other player leaving Notre Dame this week is he split time with uh, both Aldrich Estime, pretty much Aldrich Estime last year, and then also sprinkled in there was Chris Tyree. Uh, so it's kind of a three-headed, um, I want to say a three-headed monster. I mean, that's if they were all, you know, uh, they're all solid players, but to me, a three-headed monster is just, you know, where everybody's rushing for a 1,000 yards. That didn't happen. But long story short, Logan Diggs has entered the transfer portal, and there's rumors that he's going to be reuniting with Coach Kelly down at LSU. We'll see how that happens. So for Tyler Buckner, I'm a little more concerned with that, not just because of his not because of his playing ability, because that was up and down throughout his two seasons at Notre Dame. It's just the depth now. Sam Hartman, who I love as a quarterback, who I think if he stays healthy, can do um, some amazing things this year. And I'm not saying we're going to win a national title, but we can be come become close or be in the hunt for a national title. If he gets hurt, we're down to redshirt freshman Steve Angeli, who I do like as a player, but he has not taken a college snap in his career. And then true freshman Kenny Minchie. So who knows? Maybe Notre Dame looks into the portal to see if there's some experienced guy out there just for depth. That's the only concern I have about Tyler Buckner leaving, though. I, he is a talented kid, don't get me wrong. Had a great high school career. But his two seasons, and a lot of this really isn't his fault, injuries, I think a little uh, poor coaching, especially during the Kelly-Tommy Reese uh, uh, year that he was under them. But uh, he's going to go to Alabama, which... Uh, it does, it does and doesn't shock me, and we'll get into that a little bit later too, but going to re, uh, uh, reunite with Coach Tommy Reese, who Nick Saban plucked away from Notre Dame uh, earlier this year. Uh, he was our former offensive coordinator. Uh, whatever he sees in Tommy Reese, I just don't know right now. Who's to say? Maybe they just you know kick ass next year, and Tommy Reese looks like a hell of an offensive coordinator, and he's headed toward the NFL. 
Tyler Buckner looks like he's, you know, an NFL draft type quarterback. I don't think that's going to be the case, but I've been wrong before. So let's first get into um, where I'm not concerned as much with Logan Diggs leaving. Uh, Just the fact being that we're so, uh, we have so much depth at the running back position. So he uh, split time with Chris Tyree and Aldrick Estime, mostly Aldrick Estime last year. So Aldrick Estime will be the number one running back next year. There's no uh, doubt right there. And then there's also... Jadarian Price, he sat out last year with an injury, but if he can stay healthy, very talented player. Then Jabron Payne, you saw him in the spring game last week, another very talented player out of Cincinnati. Uh, he'll be a redshirt uh, sophomore, or I think a redshirt uh, sophomore next year. If not, it's a redshirt freshman. My apologies if I got that wrong, but in any event, he has a lot of playing eligibility left. And then Jeremiah Love, true freshman. If worse comes to worse, and it wouldn't be a a worse type situation, but if, let's just say there's, you know, uh, Aldrick Esme gets hurt, Jadarian's kind of dinged up, and they don't want to go to Jabron Payne right now. You can put back there Chris Tyree. This year, Chris Tyree has changed positions. He's going to be a slot receiver, but if we needed him, he's got tons of experience. The last three years, he's been a running back, splitting time uh, with Logan Diggs, with Aldrick Estime, uh, with Kyron Williams at the time uh, before he entered the NFL draft. So what I'm just trying to say is we can go, if you take out Aldrick Estime even, we still have four running backs. I'm not concerned uh, that much at all. And if for further, you know, Logan Diggs, first year, 52 carries, 230 yards, three touchdowns. Not bad for a true freshman. He also had six receptions for 56 yards, one TD. Um, last season, uh, he had a pretty solid year. Don't get me wrong. 165 carries, 820 yards, rushing for four TDs, six receptions for 56 yards and one TD. However, Audric Estime, he had nine less carries for 156 carries and 100 more yards than Logan Diggs for 920 yards and 11 touchdowns. And then he also had nine receptions for 135 yards and one TD. So it seems like Logan had more of the carries and the receptions, but Audric Estime had more of the yards and touchdowns. And I just feel like Aldrick Estime, I mean, just look at the guy. He looks like a football player. He looks like a mini Jerome Bettis. He's just overall talent-wise is better than Logan Diggs. And also, too, with Logan, ever since day one, there's been uh, rumors, rumblings that, not that he didn't like Notre Dame, but he was homesick constantly. And since his freshman year in 2021, that's always been uh, the talk of the town. And finally this week, he just said, yes, I want to be closer to home. And... I bet you he ends up at LSU with Brian Kelly. Good luck to him. Uh, But I'm not as concerned with this. I'd love to have him still on the team, but we're loaded at running back, and that's just not a concern for me. So Tyler Buckner, as I mentioned earlier, the concern for me is just the depth right now because last year he gets hurt, and he wasn't playing that well anyway, and we had Drew Pine uh, come in because you can't start a true freshman in Steve Angeli at the time. And we had, didn't have a really, I mean, it started out, it looked like our team was awful, but had we had a decent quarterback, I don't think we're eight and four. I think we're at worst 10 and two. And, you know, I'm trying to think positive here. I would love, you know, obviously we would love to have Sam Hartman uh, not uh, get hurt, but there's always that possibility. I mean, if you go back to, you know, Malik Zaire started out great in 2015, he gets hurt. Deshaun Kaiser comes in uh, to spare him. 
uh, I mean, over the years, I mean, just even uh, Dane Christ, uh, he got hurt. And then um, uh, who was it? Yeah, Dane Christ got hurt. Uh, at times, uh, Everett Golson. It just seems like each year we've had, you can go back, you know, prior years, that probably the most durable quarterback we had, even though I thought he was, I mean, I mean, he's a good kid. Don't get me wrong, but I've said this before. Ian Buck, to me, even though he has the most wins at Notre Dame, uh, was overrated to me uh, as a quarterback. But he was durable. He missed one game when he broke that rib, and then he was back the next week. So I'm just trying to say, if you go back to other years, we've always had a quarterback get hurt and miss multiple games. And that's my concern just right now, if that happens to Sam Hartman, Hopefully it doesn't, because if you just look at Tyler's stats, and I know he can't help when he gets hurt. He was a very uh, prolific high school player, but he was hurt in high school too. And I'm just thinking, is this just going to be a common occurrence for him? We'll see when he heads to Alabama. So in 2021, he had zero starts, but he was kind of a gimmick guy, kind of like what Tim Tebow was in 2006 down in Florida uh, when Chris Leak was the the starter at Florida when they won the national title. He had uh, uh, 21 completions out of 35 attempts, uh, 60% completion percentage for 298 yards his freshman season, three touchdowns, three interceptions. And then rushing, that that's that was his bread and butter. That he was a, I mean, not like a option quarterback, but he was more successful just running the ball where his passing was uh, less to be desired, at least at this point in his career. 46 uh, rushes for 336 yards, three TDs. Last year, and he only had three starts, Ohio State, Marshall, and then uh, against South Carolina in the Gator Bowl. 46 uh, completions out of 83 attempts. Completion percentage, only 55%. And for 651 yards passing, three touchdowns, five interceptions. So for his two-year career, He's got six touchdowns to eight interceptions, so more INTs to touchdowns. That's never good. I don't care if you've only played a couple games. That's still not a good stat. But then rushing-wise, he had 36 rushes for 123 yards and four TDs. As I said earlier, he's he's a great running quarterback, but the more you run, we found out, you know, I, I think that's going to – I think you always need a mobile quarterback – but for these quarterbacks that are con- like RG3, you know, rookie of the year in the NFL uh, with the Redskins, now the commanders, uh, he, you just can't run a quarterback like that. They're going to get consistently hurt all the time. It, he, that's to me what Tyler Buckner has been this, la- these last uh, two years. And uh, yeah, he, I, I just, uh, nothing against the kid. He seems like a great kid. But what I've seen in the last two years, I'd love to have him just as a depth per, depth wise if Sam goes down. But as with Tommy Reese, you know, decent offensive coordinator, but was he a, a special offensive coordinator? You know, where, you know, did this offensive guru? No, I, I just, he, both of them have just not impressed me during their careers is what I'm trying to say. But in any event, he had 12 total TDs if you had the rushing and the passing TDs. So good luck to him. But for both of these kids too, I just don't understand because Notre Dame sell or sells the four for 40 program. If you're here four years, you're set up for the next 40 years with connections and Notre Dame degree and on and on and on. Now with, you know, summer type classes, Notre Dame 
accelerates their kids a little bit more. Those that can handle it, that is. As I mentioned in a previous podcast, Drew Pine graduated in three years. He's probably taking summer courses. And also those that enroll early, you know, you get a jump start anyway. I got to think both Tyler and uh, Logan Diggs were on pace to graduate in three, three and a half years. For me, I know this is just me. I would have stuck it out one more year. You know, if you got to share time, Logan, with Aldrich, so be it. And the thing is, too, he could have still shared time, had a decent season, declared for the NFL draft, and still made his money there. And then with the whole NIL, he could have made money as well. But um, Tyler, here's the thing, too. Stick it out one more year. If Sam gets hurt, you know, not to say he was, you know, hoping Sam would get hurt. You can showcase your skills. And if he's developed the way he should and he's improved, you know, he's... uh, uh, showing off his skills, not just for, you know, possibly in the NFL, but to become the full-time starter the next year when, you know, all of, uh, five-star CJ Carr's coming in. And then you're going to have competition with Kenny Minchie, CJ Carr, Steve Angeli, you name it. And then you get the Notre Dame. So let's say that happens or worse yet, he doesn't, uh, Sam Hartman doesn't get hurt. Uh, he doesn't see much playing time next year. And it, it's looking like, hey, uh, either Kenny Minchie's going to be the starting quarterback, Steve Angeli, or CJ Carr is. Okay, but go enter the transfer portal, go somewhere else, but you got that Notre Dame degree too. Now he's not even going to have a Notre Dame degree. I, he's not, There's no guarantee he's going to be the starter down at Alabama. I know their quarterback situation is somewhat of a mess right now after, after their spring game, and that's one of the reasons why, from what I heard, Nick Saban and Tommy went after him. You know, he's familiar with Tommy Reese. Uh, He's been in college now. He'll be entering his junior season. But to me, too, I just, I don't see him even being the starter at Alabama. And it's just kind of funny here. I know I I consider during my lifetime Nick Saban to be the GOAT, uh, the greatest coach of all time. But I know we couldn't overtake Alabama on the field. We lost to them in 2013. And then, which would have been the 2012 season, then the 2020 season, 2021 new year, we lost to the Rose Bowl in the playoffs. And both times, especially in 2013, we we got killed in that game. It was a little bit more competitive in the Rose Bowl, but we could have beat them on the field and kind of get to that next step, get to that next level to win a playoff game. And then, you know, hopefully eventually win a national title. But how ironic would this be? Nick Saban, you know, plucking... Uh, Tommy Reese from Notre Dame to Alabama to be their new offensive coordinator who, you know, he thinks he, he has the, the talent and expertise to become a great offensive coordinator. We'll see. And now Tyler Buckner, the up and down, really, I would say mostly down quarterback, you know, especially with injuries at Notre Dame. I don't see them making Alabama a contender this year. Yes. They'll have tons of talent on that team. He'll have more talent around him. Uh, Tyler Buckner, I would say, than at Notre Dame. But I don't think it's that much of a a gap anymore. But what I'm trying to get at is if they just have a really bad, or not even a bad season, but a mediocre 8-4, and 9-3 and three type season, and Tommy's just not really developing that offense, Tyler, if he does, even if he doesn't become the starter, let's just say he has some playing time this year, and we see the stats that he had at Notre Dame, Alabama, I just see the Alabama program just, I'm just saying if I see, if I'm a recruit and say, oh, they got Tommy Reese is now the offensive coordinator. 
they've taken a step back. This Tyler Buckner kid, um, he looks worse at Alabama than he did at Notre Dame or just the same. I can see this being the end of the era for uh, for Nick Saban and maybe uh, the end of, uh, or not the era, but like the dynasty, I should say, of Alabama is what I'm trying to get at. I know right now Clemson has kind of taken a step back, but I think that's mostly because, you know, Trevor Lawrence, uh, they've just had really good quarterbacks and for, you know, with uh, Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, and D- DJ Uyunglele just wasn't that quarterback. Now, whether the quarterback this year uh, will be uh, better for them right now, but they have taken a step back. I still think they're a solid team, but without that quarterback, they just haven't uh, been what they were is what I'm trying to say. And I'm just saying, will Tommy Reese and Tyler Buckner be the, I don't want to say the demise of Alabama and Nick Saban, but where it kind of brings them back from a dynasty and powerhouse to just another, you know, solid program. You know what, you know, what Notre, not even what Notre, I'm saying Notre Dame even overtaking Alabama. I'm just trying to think of like a program right now, like kind of Oklahoma has taken a step back. USC. Yeah, I know they had a, a great offense last year, but they're not, they're not a top 10 team. And that's what, that's what I'm getting at. They're not going to be a top 10 team anymore. I'm just speculating, but how ironic it would be. We can't beat them on the field right now, but by letting them have our offensive coordinator, our uh, quarterback that just is not the starter anymore uh, and just can't more or less find his way right now because, and it's not his fault. A lot of it's injuries, but how ironic that would be by take, by taking our resources pretty much. And then just your program just kind of goes, I don't want to say downhill, but just, from here, it kind of just, you know, it's more or less media uh, average at best or mediocrity. I'm babbling. I know I'm kind of babbling here, but just just think about that. We can't beat them on the field right now, at least in the past seasons. But we, uh, by plucking our resources, maybe that's uh, the start of the uh, end of the dynasty at Alabama is what I'm trying to say. So what else here? Uh, but just calm down right now, people. This is, this is not a, um, yes. The the biggest thing for me is the the depth with quarterback. I I get that, but we're right now we're fine. We're fine with, uh, people leaving. These aren't starters right now. Um, as long as Sam Hartman stays healthy, these two departures are not going to affect this uh, program at all next year. If Sam Hartman stays healthy is what I'm trying to say. So for any event, um, next podcast, I'll have like a brief. I thought I thought this was going to be brief, but I got a diary of the mouth again. Uh, I'm going to go who got drafted uh, from Notre Dame. Maybe I'll even have who are the free agent signings, because as of right now, it's just been Michael Mayer and Isaiah Foskey. And uh, we'll talk about Notre Dame uh, players in the draft. So thank you so much for joining me for episode 77. And as always, go Irish.